Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Daily D Podcast. I'm your host, Destiny, and let's get into it. I took a little hiatus there after I was sick. I really needed to regain my health and my voice, which is a very, very important part of what I do as a comedian, as a recruiter, and as a podcast host. So glad to be back. Uh, full transparency, what you're hearing in the background is me setting the tones. I am burning some sage in the background. I am drinking a glass of Cabernet uh, from a bottle of wine that was very, very generously gifted to me last week. So let's get into it. In this episode, I want to give you an update on my comedy life. I want to talk about hair. <laughs> Um, I want to talk about orgasms and I want to talk about my dating life. So let's get into it. So since I will be actually doing my hair while recording this podcast, uh, let's get into the hair topic first. So if you are new around here or maybe you've been following the podcast, following me on Instagram and maybe never made it to my Facebook page, I have gone live on Facebook for years. Uh, I have hundreds of videos on my Facebook page. I've had more. I've hidden some. I've posted on YouTube in the past, and that's kind of where I'm at there. Now, in 2018, I really slowed down on going live on Facebook. Uh, Partially, I was going through a breakup. I was really, really sad. And I really didn't want to be putting myself there out there on camera. And as my confidence was regained, um, I, you know, got back to this feeling that I once felt in the past in which I felt weird sharing professional development advice online when I didn't feel like I looked professional. I, I think looking at me, most people would say, not to toot my own horn, um, but I oftentimes get compliments on my hair. People tell me it looks so nice or it's so thick, it's so healthy. But the truth is it is a pain in the ass to deal with. Uh, I am Puerto Rican, Dominican, and Cuban. And my entire life I do, you know, remember going to salons with my mom and my sister. My sister's half black, so her hair is, you know, even more complex than mine. But I do remember going to like the Dominican hair salon and spending hours and hours there whenever we'd go. And I would get my hair um, relaxed, actually. And that would help with the texture of my hair, the thickness and how much, I guess, maintenance it really needed. Um, It didn't necessarily make it perfect. Like once I came out of the shower, dried, it wasn't necessarily perfect. And it wasn't that uh, super, I can't remember the name of it, but I remember... A lot of girls in my school were getting a specific straightener done in their hair in which they'd come out of the shower and it would be like pinned straight. I was too scared to do that. I was like really terrified of what that could do to my hair texture. Uh, But relaxing your hair was something that I had known about. So I was like, oh, okay. Like my mom had recommended it. I was like, okay, whatever. Let's do the thing. Now, eventually I, you know, started to get a little concerned about the chemicals that were going into my hair and I also just started to wonder, is there, you know, a way for me to have my hair natural, um, but make it bearable? And for years and years and years, I tried everything. 
and everything and no matter what I always felt like my hair looked so sloppy like it was crazy like I'm you know most people wouldn't know this looking at me I think because when I do my hair or my hair looks nice or when my makeup's done people would just think oh like you're so good at that but I'm not and I think that people who are professionals at hair and makeup could tell if they looked um I've had comments on, uh, not like comments online, but my, I remember one of my friends was like, oh, like the next time you work with a photographer, maybe you shouldn't work with that photographer. They made your cheeks look weird. And I was like, oh no, that's like me. I don't know how to put on blush. So um, this stuff doesn't necessarily come natural to me. And I always, like I would look up YouTube videos and I could just never understand, you know, how to make my hair look good. And eventually I was like, you know what? Like I have this photo shoot coming up why don't I try dry bar now I had heard of it in the past but I had never really knew anyone who used it a similar company that offers on-demand blowouts had reached out to me back when I was still living in Colorado like right around when my boyfriend and I broke up and I moved to Tampa uh, they had reached out for me to be a part of some campaigns in which I'd get free blowouts and I think like free eyebrow waxing as a part of my relationship with them but I moved so that deal fell through and I never tried it again. And I never really felt like I could justify, you know, spending whatever it could potentially cost to use something like dry bar. So I never did. Now, I decided to try this because I had gotten some, you know, photos taken of me in the past and I felt like my hair, like I didn't care what it looked like, but people were commenting about it. And it's not like I really care about what people think, but I am a business person and I know that, you know, when I take photos, first of all, I want to feel good about what I'm paying for. But if I am going to be talking about professional development, I can tap into another client base if I, you know, look the way I'm supposed to look to them, right? Um, but also getting better at doing my hair and makeup is something that I, you know, put on my list of things to get better at last year. Um, so, I, you know, tried dry bar and I found that, by the way, this is not sponsored, um, but I found that it's been super help for, helpful for me. Um, I got a membership with them and essentially it allows me a certain amount of blowouts each month and it's been really, really helpful because I don't know how to do my hair and if it's at least blown out, it's a little thinner and it's a little more manageable. If I do certain things to my hair, uh, the blowout will last extra days and it's just been a huge game changer. So I just want to share that to anyone who is maybe feeling insecure about their hair or maybe you're super busy and you want to look good. You just don't have the time to do this and you know maybe a blowout is time for you to just detach from work and all the things that you have to do. So I highly recommend it. I'm sure there's a code I can drop below for you guys to get a discount. So I'll be sure to do that and I'll post that in the show notes. So that ties beautifully into two things. So I wanted to do that to do that because I realized that um, I felt uncomfortable posting online, like posting videos, posting photos, just because it felt weird just, you know, talking about professional development when I just didn't feel like I looked professional. And I know that may sound silly to some people, but it's really how I felt like some of the people that do come to me for professional development advice are older than me and, you know, I could look even younger without makeup on. So um, I just felt uh, very insecure about that. And then on top of it, you know, I'm here 
in Los Angeles and I'm around incredibly talented and gorgeous people. And, you know, it's just, I wanted to feel my best when I was putting myself out there as a comedian, getting on stage, getting behind the camera. I just didn't want anything to make me feel less than my best and uninspired to create. So started doing that a few months ago. It's really been a game changer. As we speak, I am maintaining my hair uh, before I hit some mics. And when I say maintaining, what I mean is just, uh, you know, curling some of my hair that has uh, flattened. So that ties in beautifully with a comedy update. So let's do a little cheers if you're smoking. Raise your blunt. So um, earlier this year, I had an opportunity to perform two shows in one night. That was a first for me. That was really, really exciting. And last week on Friday, I actually had the opportunity to perform on a show at the Comedy Store. So on Friday, I performed on a book show at the Comedy Store for my first time. And um, I'm really excited about that just because I have performed at the Comedy Store before. Um, I've been in the original room Actually, yeah, the original room once, and I've been in the main room twice, but those weren't really for booked shows. I did Potluck once in the original room, and then I did Kill Tony twice in the main room. Uh, so this is my first official time uh, doing a booked show. I had some friends come out. That was really exciting. Uh, you know, someone came out, and they brought me a bottle of wine. So thank you so much. You know who you are. Um, super supportive people out there. Some of these people have been coming to several shows over the last few months. So much appreciated. This Wednesday, if you're around, um, my monthly show with Karina Reyes is actually happening at LA Wine. It's in Chinatown slash downtown. It's a ton of fun, a ton of fun. And even that, that to me is a huge win in my comedy career and I say that because um, I've never hosted a show before and Karina and I started the show from scratch if you've been to this bar before if you've been to this part of town you may not even have heard of the bar um, when I go I go there an hour before the show starts and I tell you there is not a single soul in that bar. If there's anyone, it's one person and they're waiting for the train and they leave before the show starts. And it's one of the most fulfilling things to see and terrifying, by the way, uh, to see that place be empty and to see, you know, what it turns into as the show begins. Like last month, it was pretty crazy to walk in and there were probably about 10 people there by the time we got there. And by the time we left, the whole place was packed. And I'm really excited um, to take what We've learned over doing this since November on a monthly basis and, you know, try to make this show better. Uh, so uh, more updates there to come right now. We we have a lot of people who have RSVP'd uh, and a few more RSVPs. We will have the most RSVPs that we've ever had for our show. So that's really cool. Thank you guys so much. I see a lot of people returning, not just for their first time, but their second time or their third time. Like, wow, thank you. If you're listening to this and you're interested in joining, the information will be below in the show notes, as well as if you're a comedian and you're interested in performing, uh, I will leave the link to submit. 
Now, I will say, please keep in mind, this is a monthly show and I co-host it, which means I'm only responsible for, or not only responsible, but like I, because we go halfsies on everything, I book half the people, she books half the people, which means four people times 12 are the amount of people I can get on this show. Uh, So please don't take it personal if you don't get on the show. It's just, there's only so much I can do. There's so many talented people out here, but maybe we can collaborate on something else. Maybe we can become on, you know, feature each other on each other's podcasts. There's so many other opportunities for us to collaborate and work together uh, and help spread our message. So definitely reach out with any ideas. Um, And yeah, so comedy update there. I am starting a new show. This one will be by myself. Uh, It will be a traveling show, actually. So if you don't know, I do work from home and I work as a recruiter, a career coach, many things. You can call me a writer. You can call me a CEO. You could call me so many things, but at the end of the day, um, I am really, really passionate about helping people find jobs that they love. Um, I think that work is very important and being satisfied in your work and your career to me is very important. It doesn't have to be your whole identity, um, but considering that most of us do have to work, um, you know, for most of our lives, uh, I think it is something important to be, you know, something that it's important to feel stimulated in or feel rewarded in. And, you know, that could just be feeling rewarded because of the flexibility that, that it brings, feeling rewarded because of the kind of work that you do, the impact you make, the money that you make. It, it, there could be so many things. And I'm just super, super passionate about it. So I was thinking, you know, how do I tie that into comedy? And I've talked about roasting resumes. So um, keep sending those my way. I just haven't had a chance to start that segment, but I will start roasting resumes on my podcast and on my show. I will blank out all your personal information and anything that could help identify you, including the company names. Um, But I am starting a traveling comedy show and the first one will be in Los Angeles in March. The second one will be in Austin in April and the third one um, I am trying to make a final decision which I will make by the end of the month but I may host one in New York City in May. It just depends. Uh, I'm finalizing my show dates there so it really just depends on how long I'm in New York City and if it aligns in my calendar to host this while I'm there. So the way this show is going to work is um, I will link up with companies in the city that I'm in and I will partner with companies that are hiring and connect hiring managers with people who are looking for work. Uh, There will be resume roasts, uh, a way for you to get feedback on your application materials, and there will be a comedy show. So I'm really, really excited about it. Uh, Stay tuned. I'll drop a link below for you to learn more about it. I have an Instagram page for it, an Eventbrite page for it, and I'll be starting an email list for it shortly. But stay tuned as I finalize the dates, the vendors, uh, the location, and uh, the comedians performing. I'm insanely excited about this. And if you're listening and think this is a good idea for your city, uh, feel free to reach out. I would love nothing more than a reason to come help you find your next job. So I'm really, really excited about that and stay tuned for it. Uh, So now, as we approach the halfway mark of my hair, um, I would love to give you guys an update on my dating life. So if you guys listened to that episode with uh, when that man peed in my house, uh, let's start with an update there. 
Um, so shout out to that guy. As you guys heard in my podcast, I wasn't trying to, you know, embarrass him. I never named his name. It's not like I'm trying to drag him and I don't want him to feel embarrassed truthfully, but I do want that person to reconsider their drinking habits. They are 35 years old and they came back here and literally peed in my gym bag. Um, like I don't think that's, I mean, I'm a little entertained just because you got to be entertained by things that happen to you, the good, the bad, the sexy. Um, but yeah, like that, like if I did that, that would be some like real shit. And I've had like several moments in my life where I had to reconsider my lifestyle, right? Um, so that's why I feel comfortable saying that. It's not like I'm like, oh, look at me. I'm high and Heidi mighty perfect destiny. But I do think that this deserves an update. So here it is, people. So a few days after that guy had pissed in my apartment, I was getting ready to go to the beach and I went to go grab my gym bag because I figured what I would do is uh, during my little lunch break, because I designed my whole day, like I'm crazy with my schedule and I'm going to go into that in another episode, but I had scheduled a lunch break and I figured that's the perfect time for me to go and go to the beach, drive to Venice, get some work done, enjoy the sunset, work out, come back, hit mics. And I realized that I was missing something, my gym bag. And I was like, fuck, well, that sucks because, first of all, I've had that gym bag for a very long time. I've had that gym bag since I was 18 years old. I turn 28 next month. I've had that gym bag for 10 years. That's so crazy. And on top of that, I was also missing my sun hat, which I didn't even buy a full year ago. I bought that sun hat for my trip to Austin. It's travel friendly. It rolls up and Austin's a very sunny place. I like walking around. I already knew what it was, so I came prepared and I was a little bit bummed because now I don't have my gym bag to just easily throw my shit into. And now I don't have my fucking beach hat. I was like, wow, like that sucks because some fucking 35 year old dude wanted to come back to my place and piss everywhere. Um, I don't have either items. And I was a little bummed and I didn't think of it and think of much of it. Went, you know, took whatever bag I had, took whatever hat I had, went, had my fun. And later that day, I was like, you know, or maybe the next day, I was like, you know, like those, those things cost me money. And there were other things in there. I lost a hair straightener, which I realized later that weekend when I was going to straighten my hair. I lost so many things. Like, and I don't care about materialistic items, but I do care when. First of all, I had to spend my money on that. And two, these are things that I actually use every day. That's the thing. Like I consider myself a minimalist in the sense that um, I don't like to commit to activities and things, commitments, if they don't make sense in my life. I don't need to be doing things at all times. I like to be mindful of the things that I commit to. I like to be mindful of the things I bring into my home. And if I'm not using it, I like to get rid of it. And I was just a little bummed because of that, you know? So I reached out to the dude last weekend and I asked him, I said, hey, and I told him exactly what I told you guys, <laughs> you guys, because we're hanging out. And I said, yeah, like, you know, would you be willing to uh, Venmo me for the items that I now have to go and replace? So I do want to report that as soon as I said that, he opened my message because I messaged him on Instagram. I still didn't save his number, which I still need to do, um, but you know, the guy a few days later had asked me if I wanted to hang out with him again. And he said, 
he referred to himself as big and then he said his name and like I'm just like I'm all about confidence but like get it together so definitely not but um he actually responded back almost instantly said yes asked me my Venmo name um Venmoed me the total and that was it uh he totally unfollowed me a few days later I don't usually use those apps but uh I am interested in unfollowing brands that I may have followed that I no longer shop uh like huge basically any like huge company or person that I'm following that I really like no longer feel a connection to I would like to remove and uh, I really enjoy following my peers and following brands that I believe in so that I could hype them up like if I you know follow more of my peers I find out that they're doing shows and doing fun shit I'll shout that shit out on my stories or actually learning about sales from companies I actually still shop Uh, that to me is what social media is about and following you guys and people that come to my shows things like that is what social media to me is about not following big brands so I use one of these apps to get an idea of what you know companies and stuff that I'm following uh, that I would like to unfollow I don't necessarily care about unfollowing my peers I just want to make that one very clear but you guys could take that and run with it whatever direction you'd like to so um, I just want to say that um, because I had just downloaded this app this weekend I um, you know logged into it on Saturday and then like Sunday he like unfollowed me and I just thought it was really funny but I don't want that person if you're listening to feel bad uh, I will run into you uh, you're not a comedian uh, but we will run into each other it sounds like we were hanging in similar spaces so I just want to get that one out there uh, so that's an update on that guy now uh, now let's go into my dating life and we will wrap this up talking about squirting and uh, the show will continue. I have a few things I need to do before I head to this mic. I'm recording this at 7.30 p.m. by the way. So um, update on my dating life. So I've been going on. I haven't been like actively like going on date dates. Uh, it's more so been like I've been meeting a lot of people and just kind of feeling it out. Um, so I just want to kind of give you updates on that. So an update on a few characters, Um, there was this guy that was trying to get me to spend like every night with him, Um, but then like when I asked him, like basically like this guy when he knew my cousin was in town, I told you guys about him a few weeks ago, my cousin was in town, he was trying to spend like every night with me, he was trying to get me to spend Friday night with him, Saturday night with him, and Sunday night with him, so I asked him what he was looking for, and he said he was just looking for something casual, and like to me that's hilarious like why are you trying to get me to do all the things a girlfriend would do with you minus the commitment like I mean I don't want to I don't want some other girl to fall for that but like some other bitch definitely not me like you thought but like nah like that's so not interesting to me like the thing is like I'm so fulfilled by myself that like I can't really be bothered by that stuff And the only reason why I was even, you know, thinking about considering, you know, being more serious in my dating life is because honestly, like I, you know, now we're going to get a little personal here. Um, But honestly, like I struggle with orgasming. It doesn't happen often. And I just thought that like maybe what I needed to do is, you know, there's nothing wrong with having sex with multiple people and having casual sex. But I thought, you know, maybe for me, because I'm still struggling with this and I've struggled with that even with partners that, you know, I was like actually dating for years. Um, So I thought, you know, maybe it's time for me to get a little serious about dating again because it's been a few years and 
maybe explore my sexuality with an, like one person, you know, and like work on this together because, you know, to me, I, I can't expect like anyone to just like have sex with me once and then like understand my body. Like I'm, you know, women are a little more complex than men and I'd rather, you know, just put a little time and effort into, you know, a person like, and that's fine. And, um, I recently, actually started orgasming again and we're going to talk about that in a bit because that's related to squirting um but the only reason why I was even you know thinking I should be a little bit more serious about dating is because of that um but you know I I'm going to share about that in a bit but I, I need to tell you a few more stories um so yeah but at the same time um you know I am still you know on the market whatever and when I meet people I give them a shot and if I see the red flags I shut that shit down early because I'm not here to change someone I'm not here to train someone and there are serious things that are red flags for me so you know for example there was a guy that I matched with online a few months ago yeah wow a few months ago because that was around Christmas um and even though they were older than me they like didn't like what they were doing in their career and they were getting ready to make a a change which was really like getting let go having a severance package and figuring out what they're doing next in their life and right now I'm not in a position to date someone that you know resembles clients and work so the specific guy you know he was you know very very unfulfilled in his career and he actually just hit me up the other day and was like you disappeared but like I'm just like not interested in dealing with that um the other day someone messaged me on a dating app and they were like oh um you know it's a struggle because I don't know what to list myself as like I do so many things uh I feel very fortunate it's not like um I'm like this perfect person but I've worked really hard so I have a few different income streams and I don't really know what to call myself do I call myself a comedian do I call myself a writer do I call myself a recruiter do I call myself a consultant I don't really know and I want whoever I'm dating to understand that like I have a solid career I'm not just a comedian no offense to my peers that um have like dead-end jobs that they don't care about but I literally do love recruiting and I literally do love uh working as a comedian uh working as a comedian does not pay my bills so I don't really know you know what to say how to talk about that stuff so if you guys have hot opinions I would love to hear that so I make it clear on my profiles that uh, I am a comedian and I am also a recruiter and this guy messaged me saying oh perfect can you help me figure out what day job uh to get that will support me doing comedy and basically was like oh I was doing comedy in Chicago and then I like sold out to like work in whatever industry he works in now and like I haven't responded yet but I'm about to respond and be like oh of course like here my consulting fee is or my coaching fee is blank uh I didn't realize I was going to run into clients on this app because like I'm not like <laughs> I just like I am literally not like I'm not helping some dude figure his life out like not at all and like I am not necessarily saying I'm looking for like this perfect person with everything figured out but like nah especially that's like my line of work so if you come at me and you want career advice and you want marketing advice social media marketing like any advice like if you ask me about shit that's related to how I make an income like end of conversation whether I met you in person or not like I I just can't I have a serious I'm very lucky that I have a seriously solid boundary when it comes to my work life and my social life and 
I have actually a few DMs that I need to respond to, letting people know that, hey, like, sorry that it took me a few days to respond to your message. Thank you for your kind words. Um, but I don't work with certain people in my network just because I like the separation. Like, there are some people that want my advice on how to get a job and all this stuff, but it's too close to maybe my client work or maybe we hang out in the same places. And I just like don't like dealing with people that are too close to my social life um, just because I think that career coaching, looking for a job, all that stuff is very emotional for a lot of people. And um, I just don't like when it's too close to like just like my general life. So there's that. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, I met a guy last week. I was doing yoga. I was minding my own business, doing my thing. And I met this guy. He came up to me and, you know, he asked me if I, well, I think I asked him if he wanted to get a drink. And he said yes. Um, after he came up to me and we were like talking for a bit, um, we went and we got a drink. And, you know, while we were talking, I was like, oh, I mean, I totally forgot to ask you. I assumed this, but, you know, are you single? So after asking this guy if he was single, he fucking hesitated. And at this point, I can't even remember what he said. But all I could hear myself saying is, I'm not your friend and I'm not your girlfriend, but I am a consultant. And if you want my opinion on this, you're going to have to pay a consulting fee. Now, I didn't say that, but that's what I fucking felt myself saying because this guy thought he was about to let me know about all of his like fucking I don't even know what's going on but he had recently as in December it's February as I record this it's like mid-February and sometime in December this dude I think like 31 32 maybe um had moved here and who even knows if he's actually single or not but he made it seem like he had broken up with his girlfriend and you know it was complicated because they broke up only because of distance because he moved here for work and all this stuff and I don't give a shit I have not like I want nothing to do with you I don't even want to have sex with you because you are wasting my fucking time why did you come up to me and start talking to me as I was minding my own business smoking a joint doing yoga just like I was just gonna go home and go to bed like I did not ask for this and I want nothing I don't even want to be your friend at this point because you could have just been extremely transparent and said hey I'm new here I'm looking for people to go out with do you want to go grab a drink like and you know make it obvious that you're just looking for friends like I am not here to fucking chauffeur and show around show dudes my spots like hard no luckily I didn't show him any of my spots that night but I'm just kind of like um hard no, like if you have a fictitious girlfriend, by all means, good luck. Like I have nothing against this girl. I have everything against this dude that's trying to waste my time. So I saved his number because he asked for my number, but I have not spoken to him since. Um, I was just like kind of on a roll though. Like the next day, I've been putting myself in situations where I can meet people. So like um, that guy, obviously, I ran into him in person. Um, the other day I was walking to an open mic and I made sure not to, you know, have my music too loud or anything. And um, I saw this guy like park his car next to me and I, you know, something in my mind thought, oh, wow, by the way, I'm putting on makeup, not because I'm trying to flex on everyone at this mic, but um, I need to get better at it. And uh, I consider going to an open mic work. So I'm getting ready for work, y'all. Um, 
but as I was walking to an open mic the other day, this guy came up to me. This is actually Super Bowl Sunday, so about a week ago. About a week ago. About a week ago. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> seriously, sorry. Um, so I was walking to a mic on Super Bowl Sunday, and this guy saw me, and he came up to me. And, you know, he parked his car, and he seemed to be walking to his friend's house, which was where he was going. Um, but I had a feeling, and I was like, oh, like, watch this guy, like, come up to me and ask me for my number. And surprise, he came up to me and started talking to me. So he ended up, you know, asking me for my number. I was like, fuck it. Like, that's totally fine. I, you know, I'm all about stranger danger and stuff, but it's not like I was following him back to his place. Um, I was still on my merry way to do my shit. I went and I went shopping and I went to these mics and I did whatever. And eventually I did hang out with him. And when I hung out with him, I just felt like, honestly, you're boring. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's really it. So um, after we hung out, he texted me and a few days later um so I had met dude one like the one that was like in kind of like probably still talking to that girl probably still in a relationship on like a Saturday and then I had met the other guy on a Sunday so like Saturday saved the dude's number I literally don't even remember the dude's name what I do is and y'all may remember this from a few episodes ago but what I do is I will take a guy's number and I will save them in my phone as like with a little um like a little I was curious if you guys could hear the alarms behind me, but I don't think you can according to my microphone. So, like I said, I will save problematic guys in my phone just so that I know who they are, but then I'll save them with like a do not text sign. I'll drop that sign below just in case y'all want to get on par. Um, and to me, it's, it's great just because, like I said, I get a notification and I instantly know, is this person someone I should even be texting back? And if it has that sign, I don't even have to worry about reading the message. Like, I don't give a shit. You're not here to waste my time. And uh, that guy had texted me a few days later and I was like, oh, that's interesting because like I had no interest in texting this dude back and I honestly thought that he wouldn't text me. Uh, so that was interesting. And he asked me if I wanted to hang out and I let him know that um, I couldn't because I was like hitting mics like I am very, very um, like if I'm not doing a show, I'm doing several mics. I'm working on a lot of stuff like I have to be very, very mindful of where I spend my time and I'm not about to disrupt my routine for some dude that probably can't make me orgasm and I don't want to date and honestly they're also boring like I don't need boring people in my life that's not shallow that's just a bitch who knows what she wants and quite honestly I find my life to be entertaining and I work hard to keep it entertaining and I'm not welcoming the boring like you're not coming along for the ride and I'm not disrupting my day to fuck you like you're not important to me and that's okay like you can find someone else that's interested in you that will be interested in fucking you um, so a few days later, the guy, same guy uh, asked me out again, and I told him, no, like I'm prepping, I'm shopping, doing some mics, and then I'm performing at the comedy store. And he <laughs> lives closer to the comedy store than I do. I live like not even a mile away. He probably lives like a half a mile away. And he was like, oh, okay, good luck. And like to me, I'm like, it's not like I expect every dude that's like talking to me to come to my shows. But like, yeah, if you want me to disrupt my fucking week to come fuck you, definitely come to a show. <laughs> like definitely come to a show. Um, and if not, that's fine. Like there are plenty of dudes out there that I have potential relationships with and that I can have sex with that will actually make me orgasm uh, and that I would rather waste my time on not waste my time but spend time with so that's a little update there 
That being said, the state of my dating life right now and squirting come next. So the state of dating right now is I'm really, really busy. I have one more week of my comedy class. Then I have two weeks off and then I start a six-week comedy class again. Um, I have a tour that I'm booking. I have two shows that I'm producing, one completely by myself. Um, I'm also taking another class online and I am going to talk about continuing education on another podcast. Yeah, so I'm taking a number of classes and I'm just busy and I don't really care for dating right now because of what's about to happen next. So a part of why I was interested in like really dating was because I was interested in exploring my sexuality with a person. Um, But recently I started orgasming regularly and um, I put (laughs) dating on the back burner and I know that sounds hilarious, but it's just honestly true. So I... I only orgasm when I squirt and I don't say that's a flex. I say that because it's a fact and it's only happened a number of times and I was talking to someone earlier this year or orgasming in general. Like for the most part, I only orgasm when I squirt, but like I can also orgasm in other ways, I guess, Um, but it's never via penetration. And I was talking to someone earlier this year who unfortunately lives in New York City and I like I would love a shot of dating this person, um, but it's probably never going to happen and I don't like to uh, romanticize things, so I have to like, you know, not. Um, but I was talking to this person and I told them about this and I really didn't think that they, you know, were necessarily interested in me, but a few days after hanging out, we essentially, we eventually had sex and they helped me orgasm. Like, and I knew that I had, I finally understood that I orgasmed because first of all, afterwards, I literally said I just orgasmed. Um, but I could also just like feel it in my body, like the way my physical body had shook. I just realized like that felt like an orgasm, like, oh my gosh, like incredible. Uh, no squirting. Uh, so a few weeks later, I was having sex with another partner. And this this other partner is someone that I've had sex with several times over the years. And uh, they actually made me squirt. And I was like, this is so crazy. Because first of all, when it first started to happen, I thought they were peeing on me. <laughs> because I'm traumatized. Um, but I really, like, I was convinced they were peeing on me. Because, like, I could not explain what was going on. And then I realized I squirted and I was like, that is so crazy. So we had sex a few days later and, um, I squirted not once, but twice. And I was like, okay, like that is even more crazy. Um, and I was like, okay, like fuck it. Like I definitely don't need to be exploring with just one person. I'm definitely interested in dating someone and doing that whole thing. But the truth is I know I'm so busy right now and then I'm going to go on that little tour. I realistically can't see someone tolerating this. Um, and I don't even really have time to commit to someone, let alone like date someone. So that, um, like I have a bit on how now I finally understand fuckboy energy uh, that was inspired by all this. But um, so the state of my dating life is I'm still single. I'm definitely interested in, you know, meeting the right person. But when it happens, it happens. Um, I don't even really have time to like go on dating apps because like when you go on dating apps, you have to text people, you have to schedule things. And my phone's typically on do not disturb because I spend a lot of time on my computer working. And, you know, there are certain things that I do to have work-life balance and balance with technology and all these things. Wow, this is a much longer episode than I was expecting, but that's okay. Um, You guys are here for the ride. So that's kind of where I am with that. Um, But I will leave you guys with one final piece of juicy details. So I have met someone recently that I am interested in 
interested in. It's not the guy that made me orgasm. Although he's cool and stuff, the both of us are very much on the same page that we are not compatible and we're not interested in that, but we're great being friends and you know some people have that relationship where they could be friends and they can have sex and they don't get emotionally attached now that is you know not for everyone and I know some people would laugh at that but um, this is just a person who I quite literally want nothing to do with romantically but I will let that man help me squirt any day like I don't care Um, so run and giggle all you want but um, I did meet someone recently who I've I met actually I met them a while ago probably met them eight months ago and I thought they were super hot but never necessarily initiated anything never even got their number only recently started following each other on Instagram recently um but we we've been hanging out and we recently hooked up and I was like oh that's interesting because I obviously like I sometimes like I know that my guy friends think that I'm hot but not every guy that I'm friends with does want to have sex with me um or you know whatever so um it's just like facts just because you're hot doesn't mean everyone wants to fuck you it's just like facts um yeah I just call myself hot whatever um so I did recently um hook up with this person only once and I was like wow like that was actually a lot of fun and they're very interesting they're very tolerable um and I don't know, just confident in a lot of things that I'm interested in. Um, they don't meet all of my qualifiers, but um, I'm still interested in exploring a little more and seeing what happens there. So um, I'll keep you guys posted, but I'm pretty sure that is the rest that I had with uh, to share with you guys. Um, I have not, I'm trying to think, have I made myself squirt? Yes. Oh my gosh. Sorry. How did I forget that? Okay, my final thing before I let you guys go is um, I, a few days after that guy helped me squirt a second time, like two times in a row, um, I was able to make myself orgasm. And that is a huge deal because for me, that is really cool to be able to be sexually stimulated and satisfied on my own, um, but also with other partners. And this year I have achieved that multiple times. And that's a huge win for me because I, you know, struggled with orgasming for a while. Um, I definitely did not orgasm in the year 2019. Um, I'm trying to think to myself, but I do not recall orgasming in the year 2019. Uh, I also do not recall orgasming in the year of 2018, uh, 2017. Um, it has been since 2016 before I met my previous partner. Um, yeah, it's been a very, 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 very long time. So, uh, that was a huge win for me. And I just want to share that just because, um, I don't know. I think that, um, the mix between person one and person two this year that have helped me orgasm in two completely different ways. I think what I uh, have done is I've taken what worked in both situations and I used them together on myself. Uh, and, uh, this is not vulgar. This is just facts. Um, I also use my dildo, so I don't necessarily orgasm through penetration, but I was doing the other stimulant, stimulating activities that I've learned from my partners. Um, but then I also use my dildo and I felt like I pissed everywhere, but it was really just squirt and it was hilarious and I had to clean it up. And this was much uh, more enjoyable of a cleanup because I could not believe that I actually did that and I was not blackout drunk so I can remember it. So... And that's been a 
hot ass episode of the Daily D. Thanks for tuning in. Tomorrow, I'm going to do my best to talk about Trello meal planning and the salary history ban. So thank you guys for sticking around and I'll talk to you tomorrow.